Good morning. Uh, first of all, I'd like to tell you about a dream I once had. And in this dream, I was walking through a jungle, you know, taking in the, the tropical atmosphere, looking at the beautiful flowers and fruits, when suddenly, out of nowhere, a rhino appeared and started chasing me. And on top of the rhino was Angelica from the Rugrats. And this went on for quite a long time, and it was the worst nightmare I've ever had. It was, I was only 16. It was so scary. But I think this, this dream was a bit like Mary's story, how it went from really peaceful to manic. Um, first of all, I'd like to clear up some stereotypes of Mary. Uh, when I imagine Mary myself, I think of Rachel Leonard in a, a blue shawl dress type thing and a, and a white hood. But it turns out she probably wouldn't have worn blue at all. It's a common misconception because the dyes to make the blue colour would have been far too expensive for her family, unless she supported Southend United, I don't know. And she was probably about 13, 14, which is incredible if you take into context, like, if you think about the context it's in. She has to go through so much. But yeah, the first thing I found about Mary was uh, her amazing faith in God. You know, one day she was just sitting down, maybe, maybe standing, I don't know, and the, the angel Gabriel comes to her and says and tells her that she's going to have this baby. And um, she's deeply troubled, understandably, and uh, she questions the, the angel, I'm a virgin, how can this be? And uh, we remember from the story of Elizabeth how she was told that she'd never have children, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of God, it was made possible, and she gives birth to John the Baptist. And so Mary uh, remembers this as well, and that in the same way that uh, the power of God can make her pregnancy possible. And I think her reaction is incredible. She says, uh, I'm the Lord's servant. May it happen to me as you have said. Which, if it happened to me, I would, I would be like Zechariah in the story of Elizabeth. I would be freaked out. I would not believe God whatsoever. But her faith is so strong. She goes straight in there. And then she praises God afterwards. And it's clear that she believes in God. She, has a, she trusts God and she has amazing faith. But I think when she's praising God, she doesn't realize what the next nine months or so have to come uh, have in store for her. Um, firstly, she's young, as, as I've said. Uh, she's only betrothed to Joseph. She's not married yet. And she's, she's supposedly a virgin. And all these villagers who live in Nazareth uh, are looking at her as her tummy's getting bigger and thinking, there's no way she's a virgin. And, this, and to say it would be frowned upon is, a, is an understatement. She could be killed for committing adultery. And Joseph um, is standing there saying, hang on, I, I haven't slept with her. What, what's going on? And, uh, but he's, in the Bible, he's described as a man who always does what is right, which I think, if there are any single ladies, that's a perfect description for a man. And he, and he tries to break, he tries to cancel the marriage in private so Mary will not be ashamed, which is a, a nice thing to do. But thankfully, the angel Gabriel appears and tells him the good news and all is fine. But she still would have got, like, some insults if she was ra- walking around down the street, you know, dirty looks. It was a tough time. When the time came 
for her to have the baby. Uh, a census was called by the emperor, and it meant that Joseph had to return to his hometown of Bethlehem. And the distance between Bethlehem and Nazareth was about 80 miles. And it would have, by the mode of transport they took, it would have taken up to a week, which is a long time when you're pregnant. And the mode of transport they would have taken was not a donkey, as uh, it was not mentioned in the Bible at all. And I found out that it was probably by caravan, because it was safer and, well, possibly more comfortable. I don't know, but when you're pregnant, you know, it's not really much difference. But it would have taken a long time, and she would have been in a lot of pain. And then, infamously, when they got to Bethlehem, there was no room anywhere, no inn. So they would have had to stay in a a place where animals were kept, whether it be a stable or a cave. I don't know, but either way, it would have been cold, damp, it would have smelt horrible. And there was no midwife, you know, it was no Adam Brooks, um, which would have been an awful place to give birth. And uh, Mary, well, apart from Joseph, who was a carpenter, um, she had no help at all. And then she actually had to give birth, which is fairly painful in itself. And then... (laughs) So I've heard, I don't know, I don't know what's up. And then once uh, Jesus was born, uh, Herod found this out and wanted to kill all the newborn babies in the area. So they actually had to go on the run. Like, they became refugees. And that was, I just can't imagine it myself. It would be horrible having a, a newly born baby and you have to get out of the country or the area. So I think it's safe to say um, it was a hard time for Mary. Um, she could have blamed God. It was he who put the challenge upon her, the task upon her. But she had so much love for him that she just kept going through all the pain barriers, you know. She had so much faith, she just kept going and eventually gave birth. And I think the story also shows how um, God chooses the most unlikely people to do his will. You know, he didn't, he didn't go to the richest family in Capernaum and choose someone from there. He chose a young peasant girl from Nazareth, soon-to-be wife of a carpenter, to do his work. And I think this can encourage us, because he could choose anyone in this room right now to do his work, which may seem daunting, but it's possible. But what should we do if he does choose one of us? I think, well, in the Bible, it says that Jesus is the perfect role model, which is fair enough, because he is. But I don't, I don't think Mary is far off perfect either you know she's if there was a scale of good role models between the devil and god i think she'd come around the cliff richard area (laughs) She, she was good but any of us might get this calling from god at some time but what and what do we do if we if we do get that calling do we just back down when the going gets tough do we just hide away do we do a Zechariah and just doubt God? I don't think we should. Personally, I've recently had a lot of challenges with, with work, with college, with universities, etc. And I've just felt like lying down on my bed, becoming a hermit and listening to Coldplay for the rest of my life. <laughs> but I realise that 
the stuff that I've started needs to be completed. And however hard it is, however tough the process is, it will be worth it in the end. I think, although, although Mary's story was the most extreme example, I doubt it will happen to any of us. I think if she can do it, then any of us can as well. So when you're sitting down next Saturday to having your roast turkey or equivalent, just don't think about only Jesus Christ, our Lord, but the woman who went through so much, had so much love and so much faith to bring him into the world.